Good morning, everyone. This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Happy Friday. Friday feels good, right? It feels good. That's for the old heads like myself. Because <laughs> most of you all will not know that song. But it is Tony, Tony, Tony. And the song was called Feels Good. And it was great. Because I remember driving through the streets of D.C. in like 89, 90, listening to that song. And you know what? I felt good. They weren't wrong. Oh, man. What a week. Okay. If you live in St. Louis, the political scene here is just bananas. Every time you turn around, there's a scandal or a story or a what's happening moment. You know what I mean? It's just really fascinating. And then, of course, you go to the national scale. What's going to happen with this impeachment? You know, will this guy ever resign? I mean, he only has a short amount of time left. He's pretty much a lame duck. But I do believe up until this impeachment really started getting some teeth, I felt very strongly that he would win re-election because the Democrats are scattered. They don't have a brand messaging uh, strategy. It doesn't seem they're all over the place from liberal, liberal Democrats to more moderate Democrats. It's just, ugh. politics has become nothing but theater. And I'm a little over it, actually. Um, I just want somebody effective. And I'm an independent, so I don't mind voting for whoever I think is best. Just give me something good. I'm tired of of feeling like, oh, if you say the right things or put enough cool Instagram pictures up, you're you're our candidate. Like, that's ridiculous. You, we see where that's gotten us, you know, uh, just believing somebody's brand as opposed to actually seeing if they're a decent human being. I mean, Donald Trump is, ugh, I don't even like saying his name because I don't care what party he represents. I just don't think he's a, a good human being. That's my assessment. I'm entitled to that opinion. And that's just really all I want to say about that. So politically, we live in very interesting times. It's probably like ancient Rome, you know, except nobody's going to get stabbed, I don't think. This whole Senate's not going to get up and stab somebody. (laughs) Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Um, And I don't even, I mean, we see some crazy stuff, so I'm not even being funny. Please don't go stab people. Um... One topic that is resonating with me is I was watching the show before I fell asleep. Uh, For Your Man, I think it's on BT or some black channel, which isn't offensive because I'm black. And it's never it's not offensive because black is a descriptor. <laughs> but uh, what channel was this? Oh, I want to say maybe it was TV one because I don't really watch BT. So on TV one, they had this uh, uh group of people banditos it was like four people two men two women and uh you know they they committed some crime someone just was really dedicated to her you know thieving boyfriend and uh the moral of the story i'm getting to is so they did this robbery and stole a woman's insurance check but here's the sad part it's all sad i won't even get into the details And the show was kind enough not to tell us what they spent the money on. But here's the moral of the story. They obviously had never had nothing, uh, had never been nowhere. And they got $50,000, divided it by four people, and thought they had hit Lotto. 
I mean, they were living high off the hog. And the show, like I said, was too polite to tell us the details of what they purchased. But I'm sure it wasn't anything special because they were broke within, uh, you know, within the month. They had plundered 50 grand. <laughs> and that's the more that's the part of the story that sticks out to me. These people were so ill prepared for being successful with their their plot to rob this lady because she basically was looking around like where's my check where's my check and they had called and pretended to be her and had the check rerouted which sounds insane but they did it and they were successful plundered the 50 grand in like it sounds like a month or two max and then the lady uh figured out the plot and had talked to the feds so they were being indicted you know for fraud and theft and all you know all kinds of stuff so uh (laughs) i'm saying all that to say everybody's not prepared for success even when it's criminal we had a case in st louis some while back where these guys robbed a an atm storage facility so basically when atms would get uh emptied this place would house the money until it went wherever it was supposed to go. And they had one little old security guard and one, you know, it was clearly an inside job because someone knew that they didn't have a lot of security there for millions of dollars. And it was kind of in a nondescript building and millions of dollars basically were in these was millions of dollars in this building that with minimal security. And I think they, they tied up the security guard and stole four million dollars worth of cash the problem is with that is they brought a regular car um i don't know if you know this but a regular car cannot hold four million actual dollars in cash (laughs) so they decided to steal the uh armored truck at the place and so they get in the armored truck and uh they just decided to drive it regular you know just drive it down the street uh uh, and they go to somebody, I think the, uh, the main thief's sister-in-law or something. They go to somebody's house and try to park a uh, armored truck uh, regularly in her garage. Uh, I don't know if you all know this, but an a, a armored truck uh, doesn't fit in a regular garage. <laughs> so, I mean, it was like thing after thing. And they got away with all these millions of dollars. And... They were shocked that they they got away with it. They were so ill prepared to to be successful at this. They they told everybody and their mother that they stole this money. There were like way too many people in on the plan, and of course, eventually they all got arrested and and thrown in jail. And uh, they did not fully recover all the money, if I can if I recall, because the people were doing the Pablo Escobar and like driving it to remote areas and digging holes in the ground and burying uh, pallets of money in in the ground. So I don't think they got all the money, but they got a lot of folks and a lot of people went to jail behind that. And the moral of the story is you got to be prepared to be successful, even if it's a criminal uh, uh, situation, even if you're doing a criminal endeavor, you need to be prepared for hmm, what happens if we actually get all this money. You know what I mean? I'm not encouraging that. Please don't stab people. Please don't do crimes. It it never pays. But say you tr- you're trying to escalate your career in some way. Say you're trying to do something legit that's legal and and formidable. You got to be prepared to be successful. 
And I, I feel like most people, you shouldn't have to say that, but I feel like a lot of people need to hear that. Like, you need to be prepared. Preparation is is key. I mean, you can't just, you know, get out here and be like, I'm here and think it's all going to fall into place because you you're a positive thinker. I mean, it's ridiculous. You need to be prepared. You need to be focused. And you, you got to be a pro. And a lot of people aren't. A lot of people can make you think they are, but a lot of people really aren't prepared. They're not prepared to be great. You know, you need more than catchphrases and cool Instagram pictures. Can I say that another? I, I'm serious. You, This whole generation is falling for this Instagram stuff. A lot of these people who are telling you they're millionaires, they're not. They're, they're renting these things. It's like uh, my super sweet 16 or whatever that was on MTV. I could look at those houses or, or it was cribs, MTV cribs. I could tell because I had spent enough time in LA that those were rental houses. A good chunk. Those people didn't live there. You could just tell. I mean, it's too much theatricality out here. We need to stop falling for the okie doke and focus on what's real. And maybe what's real is unpleasant. I get it. You know, everybody doesn't love uh, real reality. (laughs) That's why we have reality TV. Because real reality isn't like that. But, you know, Friday, the theme of this Friday feels is keep it real. Keep it 100. And most of y'all don't know what it is. So that's a problem. So maybe we, we need to define what keeping it real really means. What is really real? Because a lot of us are not sure. <laughs> and it is fucking up our society. <laughs> Excuse the French, but that's the facts. That's the facts. People are straight up confused. So don't let that be you. Enjoy this Friday. You've earned it. Have a great weekend. And we'll meet back here ASAP. All right. Be well, for real. And take care of yourselves.